Hello. Hello. Okay, finally got it to work. So that's awesome. good. Awesome. Great. I'm glad you're with me today. Um, so to get right into it, um, to save some time, I guess, you already know what the topic of this episode is, but the listeners, it is the separation of church and state. And before we begin, uh, we'll be talking about um, the government's attitude um, and neutrality towards religion and letting it influence their decisions. Um, so yeah, I guess for a little introduction, uh, what is your religion and how like devout to your religion would you say you are? So I am part of uh, Christianity, more specifically in the branch of Protestant, non-denominational. I don't argue I'm, I'm pretty devout. Um, and uh, I do think that it's true and stuff. So, awesome. so yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Um, so I guess a little bit more into your, um, most people say to never discuss uh, religion or politics, but that is pretty much exactly what we're doing today. The combination of the two, in fact. Um, so what does your religion um, in general mean to you? Well, I, I think that religion in general, um, and then I'm going to my religion in general mm -hmm. too, is that religion, I see it as belief in the supernatural and a higher authority and uh, also the worship of that authority. Uh, also, in Christianity, I, the main thing, which I'm going to go off the five solaces of the Reformation um, for Protestant, is that uh, we are saved through Christ, through grace alone, um, by faith alone, via the scripture alone, uh, for the glory of God alone. Um, and that was what Martin Luther wrote during the uh, Reformation. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's great. Do you believe that religion should be involved into politics and government, um, especially living in the United States, where the First Amendment allows all citizens to protect the freedom to practice any religion of their choice or none at all? Uh, wait, Nikki, do you want to answer the, the, because I kind of want to hear your opinion too. I mean, I know this is kind of an interview thing and if you don't want to, mm -hmm. you don't have to, but I'm just, I, I'm interested because I think it might be, um, more diverse because you're Jewish, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I, I think that that would be nice too, but I mean, it's up to you because you're the one interviewing. Um, sure. I'll go into it a little bit. So I am Jewish. Um, I wouldn't say I'm too devout to it. Um, I'd say that the people that are very devout are, you know, the people that believe in ultra-orthodoxy um, and I guess believe in more of the uh, underlying principles. I believe in more of an Americanized version that accommodates to the society that we live in today. So, for example, I can drive a car if I want. I can have a phone. I can take a bath. I can um, do all these things. I can sing, um, where in ultra-orthodoxy, um, women or people in general can't do those things um, on certain days. So, for example, um, I wouldn't have to get married in my late teens. Um, I'm already 15 now. I couldn't imagine myself getting married in three, four years. Um, I also couldn't imagine myself shaving my head when I get married. Um, just things like that. So I wouldn't say I'm too, too devout, but I do keep my practices I guess, close to myself. Um, and I do value them in my everyday life. Um, and yeah, so, and I guess religion to me means 
faithfully practicing what you believe created the universe um, and where and how you are today. That's my personal definition. So um, yeah, I guess getting myself into it a little bit more than usual, I like. It's definitely a uh, turn of phrase. So I guess going on to you, since you are the special guest of this episode, um, do you believe that religion should be involved in politics and government? Um, well, short answer, yes, I do. I do think that all beliefs should be um, represented in government and at least looked at, whether secular or religious. Now, what I don't believe in is a theocracy. A theocracy is like a state religion. And I'll quickly go into a little bit more on that. Um, now, I know you're, you're really into uh, politics and political history, so correct me if I'm wrong. But um, mm-hmm. in, this, in the history of separation of church and state, well, Thomas Jefferson... Uh, he got a letter from the Baptists, I believe, and uh, they were kind of scared because they didn't want their, you know, religion to be persecuted. They just, you know, just came from um, Britain, and they were pers- they were Protestants. That's why they, they came to America seeking religious freedom. Mm-hmm. And you know, because of that, 913 colonies were already state religions. And uh, Thomas Jefferson saw this, and he realized that, you know, he wanted uh, freedom of religion. And I think that this also goes with, you know, freedom of secular beliefs, too. And that it's unwise to kind of pair religion altogether if there was a state religion. Because it would just be that religion versus all other religions and secular beliefs. And if there's a secular society, like China, then it would just be, you know, that secular versus all religion and secular that go and secular beliefs that go against that major secular belief or the one in power. I also think that um, it's, it's historically, you know, we've seen the damage that uh, that's caused and at first when it started by Constantine because uh, before that Christians were fairly persecuted by I think Nero Nero I forget his name I could be wrong so if anyone's listening and, and they see something I'm wrong <laughs> just correct me um, but they were very persecuted and Constantine had this um, revelation and uh, he um, started appointing more Christians in positions of power and at first it was really good because there were people that were willing to die for their faith they were like you know really uh, strong about it but the problem is is when you know pride and power come into contact creates corruption and over time uh you know these people started getting more corrupted and um because they were now it was in it was with the culture they weren't going against the culture and uh you know some would do blackmail and threats and they would get to higher positions because they could get there faster that way whereas more righteous people wouldn't want to do that so they were kept at lower positions and like a lot of um, like for example, uh, you if you didn't baptize your child, uh, you could be killed for that. But in order to be uh, to do your taxes uh, for the church, you need, you need to to be baptized. So there's a lot of corruption going on um, during that time. And uh, you know, C.S. Lewis, yeah, he says something like, uh, "A person who uh, thinks he's doing good is more dangerous than someone who's evil because he's." Um, guarded by his own consciousness and biblically too uh, we see paul and he's writing to the church and he uh, uh, does church discipline and when he does it uh, he does he just has control of the church not the government authority um the church and the government are separate in that sense and also christ is that it's not the kingdom of god not here so uh, i i do i do think it should be involved but i don't think there should be a theocracy that was long <laughs> <laughs> it's no problem. I loved uh, that explanation. I thought it was very in-depth, and I think that it, you definitely broke it down 
to something that the audience can uh, digress easily. So I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, you're basically saying that um, everyone's belief should be taken into account, um, but it should be taken into account. So like, um, if you don't want to vaccinate your child, that is up to your own discretion. You can file that um, because of your religious rights um, or other rights uh, for that matter. But that is um, a different um, deposition of your choice. Um, but that is interesting, so this, though, about, uh, you know, it's another good topic, I think. You know, if, the, if should the child's life be put at risk um, to make yeah. decisions? Definitely um, controversial um, over these past years. I believe it was 2014 or something like that when that movement really um, took off um, about not vaccinating your child um, for religious reasons or other reasons. Uh, but I guess that is more for a different episode. I can definitely cover it if you want. You can. Um, I've made myself very accessible um, to everyone. So if you like that idea, I can definitely talk about it with someone else perhaps or just go into it myself. Um, so yeah, so for this episode, the focus mostly is derived um, for Christianity because that is what has been seen to be, I guess, the most impugning on the United States um, separation of church and state and that line. There are several um, things like um, issues where Christian uh, Christian beliefs have, I guess, come to and not infringe, but um, come to um, make up the minds of some people like um, LGBTQ plus rights. Um, transgender awareness and things like that, um, abortion, um, the death penalty, uh, legalizing of marijuana. Um, so all, a lot of these issues um, that are mainstream in the United States today, I definitely do want to cover some of these in the future, like healthcare and abortion and things like that, since those are all topics that I think everyone needs to be educated about. Um, religion has found its way into a lot of these somehow, one way or another, and it's mostly through Christian belief since this um, country, whether or not people want to believe it or not, was kind of based on Christianity. Like you said, um, a good amount of the people um, uh, going to the United States or going for religious freedom uh, mostly were Protestant Christians. Um, so that's, I guess, where that foundation comes from, as well as um, the Pledge of Allegiance uh, reference uh, references God and um, where uh, whether some people may believe in the same God, multiple gods, no God at all. So that's kind of where, um, and that's referring to a Christian God for a reference point. Uh, and also in a, uh, a dollar bill too, in, in God of the trust. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, yes, those are all kind of wrapped into the United States' fabric, um, whether it was our choice or not. So um, that's kind of what this episode is referring to, um, to clear that up. So um, going off of... Um, if you think uh, religion should be involved in politics, um, according to the PEW Research Center, half of the public says that the Bible should have a great deal or some influence over U.S. laws, while the other half says that the Bible should have little or no influence on the laws of the land. Um, as well as that, uh, from the same center, uh, research surveys show that 63% of white evangelicals, um, I know that you're not evangelical, you just said you were Protestant earlier, um, but white evangelicals, say they oppose allowing gay and lesbian couples to marry legally, which has been permitted nationwide since 2015. 77% um, say that they think abortion should be against uh, the law in most or all cases. And 61% uh, say that they think the, US, uh, the Supreme Court should overturn its decision in Roe v. Wade, uh, which legalized abortion nationwide. So those are kind of um, tying to the um, 
things and policies that I think, um, not that I think, that I know Christianity has somehow um, made its way, I guess, into. So um, I guess more tying back into you again, um, how do you feel that God is mentioned in the Pledge of Allegiance, um, the line, one nation under God? Do you think that it's fair or um, justified uh, because this country was founded on Christianity or Christian values or things like that? Or do you think that it doesn't cover the overarching uh, First Amendment that the U.S. was founded on? Well, I think a few things. Um, number one, just so you just so you know, evangelical. I am uh, evangelical. It's just a kind of in Protestantism too. Um, just you know, okay. but it's fine. Uh, uh, also, so to your question, how do you feel about the fact that God has mentioned the Pledge of Allegiance? It, well, it was founded by 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 Protestants, you know, and it does have a, a Christian background. Though it's always it's not always you know been with that um, or sticked with that. You know, we can see. Uh, slavery, though in the Old Testament and New Testament, uh, trading slaves, um, slave traders would actually be executed. I think it's Exodus something, Exodus sixteen ten, something like that. But if you traded someone, um, you were to be executed. And then in First Timothy, Timothy one ten, slave traders were not here at the kingdom of God, and yet they still try to twist Leviticus twenty five to fit that kind of. Um, idea. Also, I was reading a, a paper by Gregory Paul in evolutionary psychology, and he did um, a couple of research on that. I mean, Christianity is already depleting um, right now, and it's it's been a cultural thing. But I think now more than ever, since the culture is kind of shifting um, mm -hmm. less towards uh, uh, Christianity or religious belief, uh, that now more and more people are 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 bringing you know. Uh, their thoughts to this uh, so but uh, to answer the question um, I mean to me I don't really care that much either way uh, the government can do their thing what they want if they want to do this then they can do this if they want to you know uh, think about it that's fine I mean there's certain spots where uh, religious ideas are have held in the government and certain spots where secular ideas are held up in the government I think that it just comes down to ideology um, and they're just, you know, conflicting and hopefully, um, well, yeah, just basically just ideology conflicting. So in, in all, yeah, yeah. so. Um, and I guess in reference to your previous point, um, I guess more leaning into how Christianity has shaped the fabric of some views, I guess this particularly um, with the uh, gay and lesbian couples. Um, I believe it's Leviticus 18.22. Correct me if I'm wrong. It is, I think it says, man shall not lie with man um or something like that in reference either, to um people have obviously it's either that one what was it what's the line i i, I think it's either that one or it's first romans but I, in old testament okay maybe. sure but okay. yeah regardless in the bible okay yes so in the bible somewhere um the line reads i believe man shall not lie with man or something like that and people have referred that to their current state uh current beliefs on um, uh, lesbian and gay uh, rights and marriage equality in that uh, sense. However, I guess something that's important to note, this is factually proven as well, this is not um, impeding my own views into this, that is taken from ancient, ancient, ancient Hebrew um, and has been, I guess, um, modified by a group of um, religious scholars um, and priests in the modern age, I believe it was 
19, early 1900s, um, 1920s, 1930s, something like that. Um, rather old, long time ago, I guess. Um, so this has been kind of, I guess, twisted into the new form, I guess, way of saying it. Um, I've heard different things that it used to, that it like, um, the actual definition is man shall not lie with a yeah. boy and referring pedophilia. to pedophilia. Um, or, but now I guess people have modernly taken that line as man shall not lie with man. Thus, the Christian belief, um, since over half of this country is Christian, um, to the thoughts of gay marriage. That's kind of where this research center is getting its stats from. I guess I probably should have said that earlier, um, now that I'm going back and forth. Um, from one nation under God to the um, uh, religious fabric of the United States. Um, but I digress. It'll be all right. Um, I'm never that organized. So people are probably used to it at this point. Um, I guess now going back to that point, since you had just gone with um, one nation under God, I guess I'm, I guess I'm going to not play devil's advocate, but I guess play the other side again, um, since I do try and make this kind of even if there was someone who believed that no religion should be involved at all that it would probably go from no, the no. other side as Nikki, well listen if you so want to play devil's advocate better. please please that'll make it more interesting too so i think that it would be good so whatever <laughs> you want to do just if you want to play devil's advocate, i'd lean towards that i don't know i don't know if I should you play should devil's come on advocate. it'll be more fun that way i think you should devil's advocate is probably also not a great term when referring <laughs> to christianity but um just kind of thought of that right now i guess devil's advocate or other side of the card um other side of the coin card is not the right phrase um other side of the coin um people think that it does not reference their god you know there is a big um uh population that is hindu um that don't believe in the same abrahamic god gods as um as islam judaism and christianity do um so that i guess does not technically reflect the entire views of the whole um, since this god is one god, whereas, you know, uh, polytheistic religions believe that there are multiple gods, not just one who created the universe. Um, so, and I guess some people don't believe that they should be um, blessing this god uh, for this nation um, because I guess their beliefs are not very strong. Um, they don't have very heavy ties to a religion or have none at all, which is, again, allowed within first amendment rights since this is not a theocracy um where not everyone practices um a single a single religion like you touched on earlier i probably would have gone to do that at some point but now you've done for me so thank you very much save me the breath um and yeah so i guess that's kind of the um other side um so yeah not really devil's advocate but i kind of try um so moving forward a little bit, uh, what is your opinion of people um, in the government putting their hands um, on the book of worship when being sworn in, um, even though it is not necessarily required? It's kind of just always been there. And I know that it's you don't have to swear on a Christian Bible or else that would be a whole other conversation. Um, you can swear on any religious um, book of worship that they want um, or none at all if they want to or if they're in need of like a rush like for example if um they had to invoke the 25th if a president had passed away or something like that um and a president needed to be um very quickly sworn into office um they would likely not use um a book of worship if they did not have one accessible 
like if they had to do it like on a plane or something like that, um, something um, hopefully which we will not have to see. I watch a lot of Designated Survivor, so they did have to do that. Um, watched it like seven times, but that's not the point. Recommend the show. Um, so they didn't do it in that um, situation because they obviously couldn't because they um, Capitol had just been bombed at the State of the Union. Um, and I could probably go into a whole other episode about what a designated survivor is because I find that stuff fascinating. Um, not that I want it to happen, but um, find the situation fascinating and the planning behind all of it fascinating. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's not necessary, but it has always kind of been there and a lot of people do choose to do it. Do you think that, I guess, what are you, what is your opinion about it, I guess? And a lot of people do think that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. I don't know if you've got, if you have seen um, that interview where this um, very Southern accented guy, he's like, well, you have to swear on a Christian Bible. And, and then um, the interviewer at CNN was like, well, you don't have to swear on a Christian one. You can swear on any book of worship of your yeah. choice. So I guess maybe that's not as common of a belief as people would think. Um, but yeah, I guess what is, what are your So thoughts? basically in, in court or anything, if, um, or being sworn in, you put your hands on a if you want to if you're muslim the quran right if you're christian the bible mm -hmm. and I, I think that it's actually a really good thing because what you're doing is that you are submitting yourself to the highest authority not just man but to the highest authority you're saying to god right that you know i'm going to do my best to uphold um you know what, whatever you're doing um and if you're not if you're atheist or whatever then you don't have to do that but it's it's a choice uh, so if people want to do it, they can. If they don't want to do it, they don't have to. It's up to them. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way of putting it, especially I feel like if it was a Christian Bible, there would be a whole other conversation. That could be a whole episode of in and of itself um, about um, one government's views. But um, I agree, I guess, um, if you are, you can choose anything or nothing at all, which is exactly what the First Amendment protects. Um, so it's not like you have to swear on a Christian babble or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think that that's a good response. Um, and da, 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 okay, should voters consider religious beliefs or their none um, as a factor of whether or not to vote for that candidate? Like if I know a lot of people have said like Donald Trump is a man of God or um, Donald Trump is who God wants me to pick. I know the people that have, I guess, very far right leaning views may consider that. Um, and definitely consider that um, when choosing their, um, uh, I guess, candidate. Uh, do you think that that should be something to consider, or do you think it should just be based on policy alone? I think that, um, well, if there's someone who's more, you feel that's more uh, religious towards your belief, they're going to share certain values that you're going to share too, and you're more likely to vote for them. Um, but I don't think... Um, Trump is really a Christian. I mean, most most people who claim to be Christians, I, I really just don't think they are because they don't have an understanding. And that's another topic. I think we have another episode of just Christianity in general, which I would love, especially if I could have someone like from a different viewpoint, a uh, different religion, like atheist. I think mm -hmm. that'd be really, really good. Um, but uh, if, for example, if there was like um, someone who claimed to be a Christian and they were just insane, um, uh, like, you know, Steven Anderson, right? No, okay, so you've probably seen him before, but he's just this, you know, um, really homophobic, like very aggressively homophobic stuff. And, and Christ calls us, you know, to speak in love. Um, 
And so it, but he's very, he's very, uh, you know, just he's kind of insane. Uh, but if there was like a that compared to like I don't know like an atheist thought, uh-huh. and then I, I'd pick the atheist because they would still share my my values. But I, again, I don't think that'd be like a, a you know true Christian. And some people might go on the subject subjectivity of that, um, but that's a completely different conversation. But I, I do want to get like postmodernist mm-hmm. and all that stuff and fundamental truth. But that's <laughs> different. But in short, in in very short. Um, I would it would just be consideration of values and policy, um, and which would connect mm-hmm. maybe with religious belief, maybe with not. Uh, but in the end, it would just be values. Yeah, definitely, there are certain policies that may matter more to you. Like for example, Joe Biden is a devout Catholic. He went before his inauguration um, to church today with other members of Congress that were Catholic. Um, Again, Trump has had multiple wives, um, I guess. So there's different things to consider. However, some may uh, favor his policy um, or his stance on certain things, um, like his stance on gay marriage. He has banned um, transgender people from being in the military. So people have views on that that um, concur with his religious views. And if his religion, his religious views, um, this is a very bad way of explaining it. If his religious views um, tie to that issue and that person who um, supports Donald Trump um, has that same view um, for um, that specific policy, depending on, it could be whatever, um, then they could make a decision based on policy that way through religion as well. So that's all kinds of complicated. Um, I'll probably be here for another 40 minutes if I try to explain it again. My head will probably explode. Um, so I'm going to stop that right now. So, um, according to the PEW Research Center, I use them a lot, love them the most ever. Um, a little over half of Americans believe that it is very slash somewhat important for a president to have strong religious beliefs. And 39% of Americans believe it is very slash somewhat important for a president to share those beliefs with them. So again, um, pretty much what I said, I guess, just proved to be true. Um, most people want those policies whether religious based or not um to concur with theirs obviously or else they won't vote them for president um it this interesting t- statistic though is that they 39 uh, percent of americans believe that it's important i'm sorry a little over half americans i was reading the wrong one um believe that it is important for a president to have strong religious views that's very interesting for me um so do you uh, believe it is okay for candidates to openly criticize their competitors' religious uh, beliefs when running for office. I think this question might have been worded wrong. I meant like use it as like I guess a backhanded um, thing, sort of like Joe Biden was definitely getting on a uh, uh, former president since now it is inauguration day. Former president Trump, former president Trump's um, views, how he was saying he was Christian. I guess you touched on this a little bit earlier when he has done things that may seem not Christian, like he was holding a Bible wrong or something when Black Lives Matter um, protests were going on. Um, He's had multiple wives, cheating scandals, um, premarital sex, or um, some things that certain Christians may find sinful, or or, or, I don't know what that was, or not sinful, I guess, depending on their um, conformed beliefs. So do you think that it is okay to criticize, I guess, that what I just well, said. to go back a little bit before I answer this, um, like I, I don't think that 
well, I, well, I can maybe answer that further on too. But I think the reason that many Christians um, vote uh, for Trump is because on his, he might not be like an actual Christian, but he still sides with many of the values of Christianity, like um, anti-abortion, which I am. I think that'd be another conversation we can have on a different episode. I mean, I'd love to have that because it'd be like a different viewpoint. And um, so I think in that sense too, but also answer your question and you, yeah, you t- it was worded a little strangely at first. So I, I'll answer both ways though. So I think that any belief can be criticized regardless of religious affiliation or not, secular or religious. They deserve to be, you know, looked at. Um, and, yeah. but that, uh, you know, politics, are they only use this to kind of gain an upper edge. They see what the major population is or of their followers mm-hmm. are, and they kind of spark that up to, you know, just make them follow. They, I doubt they care that much about it in general. They just try to do it to get um, themselves more following um, and more recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I think that's, yeah, I mean, sure, they can do that. They can they can do what they, they want, but I don't think that it's, they care that much. It's just more for political gain than anything else. Yeah, um, I guess maybe uh, to backhand what you said, not devil's advocate this time because this is just pure fact. Um, Nineteen oh eight election, William Taft, the Republican candidate. Um, again, party switch. He technically wasn't Republican. He'd be a modern day, like Democrat, liberal, progressive, things like that. Party switch. Whole other episode. So yeah, keep that in mind. He is not like a traditional Republican um, or whatever the Republican party oh, yeah. is shaped Most, to be. I mean, they today. always they always change. Over the time, I mean, Democrats were the ones who supported slavery the first time. Republicans weren't. So I think that yes, the Southern, the Southern Dixie Democrats, which are modern day Republicans. That's a, so everything kind of changed. Yeah, we can have that. Um, so very, very. This, I mean, I could see some disagreeing views on that too, and I might disagree with you on some things, but that's fine. We're having an, and the, but we don't want to get too off topic because if we do, we'd be talking for hours. Um, but yeah, I do yeah. like your example here um, of a Taft. And is in the Catholic and the product, which I you didn't even talk about yet. I'm getting too ahead, so you go on with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was um, criticized by Democrats for his uh, religious beliefs um, and how to um, how it affect his uh, ability to serve as president, since he was very, 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 very devout, um, held everything um, very, very close to his decision making. So again, he was very, um, you know anti-abortion even though that wasn't a huge issue in 1908 because of what society was then but um so again everything has completely changed but held his decisions very close to him um and definitely let it um, affect his decision making um and so um according to michigan daily um definitely not the pew research this time um taft identified as a catholic um and a unitarian which ruffled the feathers um, of many protestants um, who felt the beliefs uh, meant taft did not recognize uh christ's divinity um and would act um um, act with hostility towards protestants in the country um i don't know too much about the different sects of christianity um i don't i'm not very knowledgeable on that so you can definitely fill um my gaps here with what i know and don't um, so basically, uh, Protestants who were um, mostly Democrats at that time felt that um, this Catholic would be, um, I keep using the word impeding, I've used it maybe 10 times this episode, 
would impede on their beliefs and not take their beliefs into account and would only act on uh, Catholic beliefs um, since they are uh, different. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So terms and it's, it's fine. But the, basically, there's like three branches. There's Orthodox, Catholic and um, Protestant. And it's, it's strange wording because you would say Christian and a Catholic are different, but they're still under Christianity. So it, it's strange that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's there's just honestly the, the main doctrine is still the same. It's, which is again, this would go into an episode of just Christianity in general. So I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. But there are a few differences um, that I that I could see why Protestants or Catholics would might have a little bit of um, you know disagreement upon. And uh, and it's you know it's mm-hmm. a very smart political move if you find the majority of your uh, of people are are this one thing you can try to find to divide them to you know gain upper hands in a political move um mm-hmm. but yeah that, that's that's basically if you want to go further upon that mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i guess um i probably couldn't go much further on what i said because i'm really really not knowledgeable um on this stuff um uh, to me um a lot of Christians, you know, they all follow the Bible. So I really don't know the difference too much, my own uh, personal knowledge. Um, so I guess I'll try and move on. Um, this, again, kind of goes, it's definitely different, but it's biblical. Um, 1928 election, Al Smith uh, was criticized by uh, William Allen White, the editor of the Emporia Gazette, um, which was a newspaper at the time. Um, said that Al Smith was a threat to the whole Puritan civilization, which built a sturdy, orderly nation, um, which Puritans is what um, a different uh, religion that, uh, again, biblical based um, that uh, the U.S. was founded on. Uh, they were also escaping, escaping, escaping religious persecution um, from Europe. So there's that as well. Um, 1928. Um, he's basically in reference to um, the whole um, biblical civilization since um, Al Smith was not very religious. Um, so um, he was basically saying, uh, William Allen White was saying that he is a threat to uh, basically the biblical slash Christian slash religiously moral slash virtuous nation that was built upon by the puritans um so yeah that's just another example um you can touch on that if you would like i don't know if i got that explanation right because again not really to my knowledge too much um glad i had a guest here it, with me because it's fine don't it's know fine too much it's it's basically about... similar to the thing we, we already went about um just you know politics using mm-hmm. uh religion to gain upper hand um Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I got that. Move me. Um, so Trump has been criticizing Biden, saying that Biden's presidency would allow for no religion and would hurt God um, because, again, he was, again, kind of with the religious upper hand. He was kind of using his foundation, which is um, Christian males. Um, that's kind of his base, um, Trump's base. So he was because um, th- there's this whole, I guess, thing I've touched on this in one of my first episodes with Emma, um, how basically we come to the ki- we came to the consensus that Biden is not a socialist. Um, and 
socialists have um, a, a lot of socialists um, do not believe um, in a whole uh, religious, I guess, thing and that view should not be based on religion. Um, very, very, very big. I'm just going to refer you to the other episode um, with Emma for that one um, to not make it another hour long like the last one. Um, like the episode I did with Emma where we go super in depth. So definitely look at that. Um, and he was basically saying that he would hurt God again, kind of catering to his um, base of um, devout Christians and um, Christian males. Though interesting to note that Biden is, I guess, arguably more devout than um, Trump is. Again, with the whole um, Biden had a moment of prayer today um, at his impeachment for everyone um, that has been affected by the coronavirus. Um, he also had, um, I, like I said earlier, he has um, um, just went to Catholic Church today, um, goes to Catholic Church very often. Um, that's just a known fact. Um, he's been very devout Catholic um, ever since his son and um, ever since his son, uh, Bo Biden, had passed away. Um, and ever since his um, late wife passed away as well, um, I guess kind of just stepping up ever since. Um, so since 2015, uh, when he passed away, he's been known to be very um, devout, which I guess this is a known fact. Um, but um, Trump kind of playing on the whole Joe Biden's a socialist thing. He wants to hurt your religion, uh, wants to get rid of your religion. Um, and basically said that, um, though, um, with my episode with Emma, we kind of concurred um, for educational purposes that Joe Biden is factually not a socialist, nor does he play to any part of a socialist, um, non-religious founded mm. regime. Um, so, yeah. Um, do you want um, to touch on that? Well, I mean, I mean, you really just explained it fine um just just maybe um i mean i'm independent and uh i think both sides well i, I was gonna go into a different, a different tangent there but i'll now help our, our conversation conver conversation uh so much but it is important to you know to note um you know whether someone you know seems i'm not saying biden is or isn't uh seems religious uh that you know it's ultimately their, their values because there's been you know, in the, in the Catholic Church, especially, uh, you know, with the um, pedophilia and stuff, um, and the same thing with Hollywood too, so secular or religious. Uh, Social media just boils down to values, and uh, eventually, hopefully, if we have another episode where I can talk about Christianity in general, um, I can I can maybe explain further mm -hmm. on uh, why I, I there's a such thing as I think fundamental truth, um, and uh, yeah, but basically, uh, I think you explained it pretty nice. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. I also wanted to touch on, um, he, uh, Trump might have also been referring since some of his, uh, some of Joe Biden's values don't typically correspond with those of devout Catholics, such as um, his views on um, LGBTQ rights, um, as well as abortion um, and marijuana, I believe. Um, um, as well as several other things, because most devout Catholics tend to be Republican anyway. So just about almost all of Joe Biden's views don't directly correspond, but particularly um, uh, LGBTQ rights and abortion, since those two tend to correlate the most to um, biblical reasoning behind, excuse me, people's um, 
make yeah, and, of um, their beliefs on and, you know biden uh. he wasn't always in support if you, if you look you know for further back so i guess this changed over the time too uh, with his personal beliefs mm-hmm. and um uh, and, and i mean this i i don't want to because like i feel i really want to like go in some more like this kind of stuff too but i feel like if we do we're gonna like go all the way like from separation church and state uh i mean you can definitely tend to christianity and politics if that's where you're going from that because that's kind of how we've steered this too anyway so definitely if you want to touch on it to make your point i, I think we'll just well, i think i'm going to save that for maybe like a next episode um or just in general because i'm i'm excited right. about your next question so um yes um i silas already has the list of questions so that's also refers to how he knew what i was going to touch on next um, in reference to the William Taft example, and now excited for the, ne- the next one. So the next question is, uh, should public funding be used to fund faith-based initiatives? Um, so I want you to answer this one first, <laughs> because I, I'm kind of, I, for pub, do you mean by like people paying out of their own decision? Uh, we can go into a tax uh, later, but, uh, but for the first one, do you mean like people paying, um, you know, and then you're going to go further on to uh discrimination or whatever um but you mean like people just you know paying to um, the church like a, a tide or something i would say um government funding so whether that's directly or indirectly most cases indirectly due to taxes but okay. um actually you know what i'll, I'll go with privately um should public funding privately so like individuals um should that funding go well, to i think we can we can answer both uh so the first one i mean obviously yeah if they want to be secular like just they can do secular if they want to do religious they can do religious whatever they want to do whatever they feel is going to be best uh but further upon um which i want to get into the uh, progressive and prosperity in a second but i think i might have to save that for the second question or the next one you're going to do um uh, but in terms of tax rights, uh, it's tax exemptions. Let's let's use that one. In terms of tax exemptions, I, I don't think that I think it's a, it's a good thing for the most part uh, because a lot of churches give back to the community. They you know they with food drives you know with orphanages with orphanages orphanages yeah, um, and they give a lot of back mm-hmm. to the community you know, and they also there's tax um, exceptions for museums too and art galleries for it's not just it's not just um faith faith-based stuff and there are some slackers don't get me wrong there definitely are some that just use it for their own profit but i think that makes up the least you know very small majority of the churches and you know and even art galleries there's one they had in the banana mm-hmm. which would get me to my second point i guess i can tie it into um but i think you know the church right now i think it's a very bad place in two ways we have the progressive and the prosperity gospel now, in the progressive, and these are kind of like the two main that are uh, in the church. Progressive, we have this idea, you know, that um, everyone accepted, God loves everyone, you know, just, just uh, it's fine. Um, so, and you know, you know, everyone's welcome, and which is great. Don't get me wrong, that's great. They leave out half of biblical doctrine, which talks about sin, and uh, you know, the wrath of God and judgment, and um, our own transgressions. Uh, which would elevate the other parts so much more. So it waters it down. And a lot of people are being taken into this, which is very unbiblical. And it goes into more of like all religions are 
you know, the same God and stuff. But that's more for Christianity, which we'll get into another episode, hopefully. And then the second thing we have, which ties more to the people who are slacking the tax um, tax part, is the prosperity gospel. And we see this a lot with the chief evangelicals. When they're up there, you know, within front of a million people with their private jets and stuff. Even, you know, Christ warns them. Uh, the sheep and wolves, wolves and sheep clothing. And there, and there has been people, and he warned about this. Paul especially warned about this. Um, and they're basically just, like, if you've probably seen the mm-hmm. video of the, the girl who interviews, I forget his name, but uh, he's, like, in this car, and he's talking about the jet, and he says, well, there were, there were demons on that. It was, it's just insane. It's really, really bad. And unfortunately, this is what a lot of the um, uh, media covers and what a lot of people are following, too, uh, which a lot of awful, you know, the prosperity gospel is... is and the, basically, this prosperity gospel message is that if you give to the church, God will give to you. You just have to have enough faith, which is, again, all the all the prophets were like mm-hmm. killed and stoned and they didn't really get a, a lot of stuff at all. You know, um, so this, you know, that idea uh, that because you put in stuff that you know, God will give back. But I don't want to get too in depth because I feel like I should say it for another time. So what do you think? What's your view on it? Um, well, I, I guess I'm going to go with the Supreme Court's ruling, which is, um, that, uh, you can't, like, faith-based organizations may not use the government money that they earn due to their status, um, that they have filed under, um, to support, like, inherently religious activities, um, like proselytizing or worship or instruction or like guidance or whatever things like that, um, and a lot of a lot of organizations, um, you know, the reason why this was a, a Supreme Court case um, in the first place was because a lot of um, organizations were not doing that in the first place, um, and it was ultimately founded that, like I said, you can't um, do that um, based on uh, that's not what your money is for. Um, like for example. Um, I know a 501c3 um, is um, an organization that um, it's like a politically based organization, but you can't lobby or do any things like that. I'm in some of those organizations where um, we can, I guess, um, have, like support our own views. Like I'm in a climate change organization, for example, where we can support our own views, but we can't lobby um, any particular laws um, or um, outright support a candidate. So we couldn't support Donald Trump out loud if we wanted to, like part as, oh, yeah, part, of the, yeah. as part of the organization. Uh, we couldn't support Joe Biden if we wanted to. So some of these um, organizations that were um, religiously based, just like the ones that are sort of politically based, um, can't use any money to direct it towards that. Instead, they need to do aid and things, other social services that aren't religiously based um, instead with the money that they are given from the government. Um, So, I mean, I guess, yeah. So like an individual, of course, they wanted to, if they want to donate to a church, of course, it's within their right, their money, their hard earned money, they can do what they want to do with it. Uh, If they believe that um, in divinity, they will get something back um, or karma or anything like that, whatever people believe in. Um, and that is their choice. And of course, their privately owned money, um, they can do whatever they want with it. But I guess in the case of um, federal funding and how you've gotten that money through the government 
I guess should follow. I I would、um, I would certainly agree on the、uh, political candidate、um, that they don't you know go ahead or you know just verbally support one.、Um, though you know it's it goes for both. There are some that do. There are churches that do you know、um, support Trump or Biden. They they verbally say it, and there are others you know secular organizations that do the same thing.、Um, so there are always going to be some of those people. But I think that both of them you know should I think explain. Both sides,、uh, which is going to be could be hard because of bias, but I still think it's important for the church to address political issues in accordance to their、uh, religious beliefs.、Mm-hmm. Oh, oh.、Um, yeah, and definitely people have found that on their own, obviously not through、um, a church or any religious. Oh my gosh, my dog's now very close to me.、Um, She and she loves barking at random um, pedestrians. Um, so, anyways,、um, so people have definitely found that within their own whether they believe that、uh, Joe Biden or Donald Trump has filled、uh, fulfilled what they want to see、um, in their religious views, whether from a church or not.、Um, and I guess majority had kind of ruled in this case.、Um, Joe Biden was just inaugurated today on the day of filming. Um, so people have spoken.、Um, so yeah.、Um, anyways,、um, the next question、uh, that you're very excited for:、um, Should the government be allowed to favor funding religious organizations over secular well, organizations? No. This this first thing, just no.、Um, but I I I think I I think the first one could just go back real quick、um, about church、uh, discipline because you were talking about like、mm-hmm. uh, uh, discriminating their hiring practices or whatever. Such as that,、uh, and I, I think we can connect this to like the, the kind of theocracy. Not really.、Uh, I, I might mention before. I'll go back to this, or maybe I didn't. I don't remember. But there is an example of Paul using church discipline. There, there's a person in the church, and this、uh, they're sleeping with their mother-in-law, and and Paul in the church he says,、uh, since you haven't like you're, he's not repenting. He's not doing anything to help it. He's just he just he just says no. I'm still going to do this. So they kick him out of the church. But they only have the authority over the church, not the government. They can't jail him or anything. They just say,、um, you know, you're sorry, you're out of the church. This、uh, goes against, you know,、uh, scripture. What you're doing is morally wrong. Um, uh, but not discrimination in the sense of, you know, not allowing、uh, people to come to the church. If we want to talk about two,、um, you know,、uh, gay marriage, if that should be in the church or just the、uh, government stuff like that, we can.、Uh, but for now, let's just go over、mm-hmm. to. Uh, should the governments be allowed to favor funding religious organizations?、Um, well, you know, as I said before,、uh, no, and I don't think that either secular organization should be favored either.、Um, I think it should be kind of, you know, just neutral. And I was, I was, I sent you the thing too. It should legally be neutral too.、Um, so if if they're not, if then something's wrong. I mean, something is just illegal going on. Uh, so uh, I mean, I'm. I would I would love to look look more into this、uh, article too that you sent、um, for the for the thing, but、uh, in very short, no, either should secular organizations.、And、that's it. Yeah,、um, I guess so.、Um, some preface or background information:、um, secular organizations、um, criticized and told. Uh, refund money given for being affiliated with larger organizations, yet religious organizations、um, do the same and get no criticism.、Um, according to the Atlantic,、uh, 
um, many religious organizations, um, including thousands of local uh, congregations, received hundreds of millions and likely billions of dollars in PPP loans, um, even though they are affiliated with large organizations that altogether have over 500 employees, yet secular nonprofits such as Boys and Girls Club of America, uh, the YMCA, uh, Goodwill, I didn't even know Goodwill was religious, um, sorry, secular, um, until um, today, because I didn't know that money went towards anything. Um, but that's besides the point. Uh, that may have um, similar affiliation structures are not eligible for this exemption. Um, in fact, they are entirely excluded from the PPP loans. Um, so basically, they secular organizations can't be given to um, uh, what's it called? Receiving uh, loans. Yeah, shouldn't be uh, given. Um, yeah. Yes, sorry, these loans. Um, that's very strange to me, like, though. That's because yes, I've, I've never heard um, that before. So that's very interesting. I will definitely be looking more into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's certainly interesting. Um, you would think that these organizations, like Boys and Girls Club of America, YMCA, would in fact be doing that. However, um, they're not. <laughs> so when PPP funding uh, became available. 38 local Planned Parenthood centers requested and received federal loans uh, totaling about uh, $80 million. But the SBA now demanded... I, I don't know what SBA stands uh, for. No, I know sure. it's, it's something business association. It's just... Okay. Wait, no, I know. The Secular Business it's, Association. It's Small Business Administration. That's the right. Small Business Administration. Sorry, my bad. S- no, not your problem. I no, should know fine. what it stands for. It's my writing. Um, but the SBA is now demanding that those Planned Parenthood um, affiliates return the money they received. It claims that those, uh, that these local centers are ineligible because they are controlled by the National Umbrella Organization, um, Planned Parenthood uh, Federation of America. Um, also, just a whole other thing, Planned Parenthood um, has been uh, canceled its funding. Um, from the Trump administration, uh, Trump administration, uh, Planned Parenthood, if you don't know, um, is an organization that um, basically educates people um, and helps people find out paths uh, through all kinds of reproductive issues. Like they do um, STD testings. They offer girls birth control if they can't afford um, or if they can't get like a doctor's notice, like if they can't go to a doctor for it. Um, they provide kids, um, not kids, but couples or teens or single teens or um, older people, whoever, um, they allow uh, women um, paths to um, other options than going through the pregnancy. Um, For example, abortion, which is what they're most known for. They also um, teach uh, girls paths to um, uh, giving their child for adoption or putting their child in foster care. They show teens how to do that as well, as well as several other things like um, breast examinations for breast cancer. So all those things, um, but they are most known for uh, providing abortions um, for people. So that is why it has been um, cut. Um, The funding has been cut. So that is some updated info for you. Um, If people that are listening did not already know, I'm sure you already knew um, Silas what Planned Parenthood was. It is a pretty well-known organization, but um, if you don't know what it is, um, now you do. So they have since um, not gotten, um, they've since had to return this money and have been st- um, no longer funded, which has 
um, cause some uproar from um, private people that rely um, on these resources that um, Planned Parenthood, uh, Planned Parenthood um, has um, provided in the past. Um, so yeah, um, I have a very controversial question. Um, I was I was deciding whether or not to say it, depending on how the conversation went and I, how I felt our comfortability levels were and I guess the time but now we have plenty of time, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I felt like if we had like 20 minutes of content, then probably needed something else to, I guess, juice it up a little bit. Um, but now I'll go into the controversial question, because why not? Um, do you believe that Congress people and Supreme Court uh, justices should be able to repeal Roe v. Wade um, in other cases like Oberfell versus Hodge, which Hodges, which is the Supreme Court case that legalized gay marriage um, and Roe v. Wade, which is the one which I already said earlier, um, made um, easy access to legal abortions um, based on these. So I just want to go back really quickly before they... I answer this question um, to your to the holding about the examples you were showing. Um, and I think that I don't know. I'm I'm very um, I'm just a very skeptical person in, in general, and I'm I'm not at all saying this is this is wrong. It has to be no. I'm not saying <laughs> it at all. Uh, it's just I I would really I think there's a lot more to it than simply religion versus secular. I think that these are just, you know, ideologies. The only thing that differs religion from secular is the belief in a higher authority or the supernatural. Um, and and so I think that I would I would mm -hmm. um, that, that it's not well. How should I, how should I, that, how should I say this? Uh, there's there's probably a lot more to this um, mm -hmm. than than maybe this is letting on. So you're probably right. Yeah. I feel like that's not a very controversial sentence. There are probably a lot more um, that tie into um, these organizations yeah. as a whole, uh, whether it's secular or religious. So yeah, that's definitely very yeah. fair and valid. I don't think that's controversial or like has an opinion yeah, behind it. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of what happens with these organizations. There's a lot that ties into it, you know, whether it's um, has a good purpose behind it or I guess doesn't like whether that's, I guess, kind of personal beliefs. If you believe that Planned Parenthood, for example, should be able to donate to um, religious organizations or political organizations or anything like that, then that's kind of just up to your own discretion. You're definitely right that these um, definitely tie into a lot more than just the surface level. But since uh, for this episode, it does cover a multitude of topics uh, relating to separation of church and state, um, I did want to kind of brush over it a little and not dive into um, everything super deeply. So I definitely think that it was kind of the purpose to make sure that there isn't um, a whole lot more to be questioned since I do uh, these episodes for a very educational, soft um, basis standpoints for teens to, um, you know, form their own um, opinions on and not have mm -hmm. me form them for them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I definitely cover these areas very light and fluffy um for a reason so yes you are very right um so yeah i guess back to the question <laughs> yeah. um do you need me to say it again i know you don't since i have it in front um, of you but well I you can you know for the that just people who case. didn't hear uh, maybe you can just say that okay um the question is do you believe that congress people and supreme court justices um should be able to repeal roe v wade um, which is the case that uh legalized um access to abortion um in other cases roe v wade uh, not Roe v. Wade, just said that, Oberfeld versus Hodges, which is the case that um, legalized 
on gay marriage in 2015. Um, based um, on, I think that uh, first off, we can always flip this. We can go to secular. If there was like a, a, a belief that was religious in the Supreme Court that favored more religious and then could a, a secular values flip it? And the answer is yes, all values, you know, they have uh, a voice and they should. And I've already mentioned before that I'm um, pro-life, which I think would be great for another topic because I'd give you a different view and stuff. Um, and um, so, but yeah, I think any value should should have a voice, secular or religious. And I mean, you can go further on if you want for your, your opinion on it. Um, I guess I won't go into my opinion too much because my opinion could be here for an hour and a half, which we will be pretty soon. Um, but, um, and I guess another hour and a half, but whatever. Um, I, I mean, this mostly comes from the nomination of um, Amy Coney Barrett, um, which was pushed, I believe, seven or eight days left before the... Um, before the election um, and so she has been known to very much insert her religious values with her decision making. This again kind of goes back to the William Taft thing where this may not reflect the views of the masses. Sorry and um, she just uses um, I guess this to just justify her decisions rather than being policy based. Um, though she has said she hasn't um there are other things proving otherwise like for example old like cases that she has again this is just purely factual this is not me inserting my opinion here there are other cases proving otherwise um where she has justified um certain um reasonings and uh basises behind um her decision on things based on ethical values uh, that she holds personally. Um, so that kind of comes from, well, this may not reflect my views, so why should your views impact my life if they're not my views? That's kind of where it comes from, especially since um, overwhelming majority of the Supreme Court um, does have Christian views um, and is now heavily, uh, heavily, heavily Republican. Um, I believe there are three Supreme Court justices now that are Democrats and now uh, six that are Republicans. Uh, one today, uh, Sonia Sotomayor swore in Joe Biden and the Chief Justice uh, John Roberts, Republican, um, uh, I think, or am I thinking of someone else? I, no, I think he's Republican, uh, swore in Joe Biden since he is the Chief Justice. Um, and that's what the Chief Justice does. Um, so yeah, that's uh, kind of where that question comes from. I wouldn't just be throwing that out there out of the blue. I did want to give that preface because um, that's mostly where this has come from. This is now um, kind of more recent topic with the Supreme Court. Um, Congress people is kind of what we've been saying this whole episode. Uh, people, um, you know, it's people's decision right now um, to insert their views on whatever they want. Um, if they insert their views um, on abortion, then they insert their views on abortion. Um, I guess this whole episode is kind of talking about whether it's justified or not. That kind of whole thing ties into separation of church and state. Um, again, with our topic, basically going back to everything, 
should people insert their views into their policy making? Separation of church and state protects that, that people don't do that to a certain extent. Um, so um, yeah, again, like based on the principle that the First Amendment right allows all citizens to practice whatever they want. So um, to a certain extent, sometimes people break these things depending on their values um, and I guess their political leanings. And that's kind of their justified, um, I guess, decision, depending on your viewpoint. Um, I think it, and yeah, well, I mean, that's really yeah, all I, mean, I sure, have. You know, really quick. I think it really does depend on your yes. viewpoint because more people who are more conservative see separation of church and state as protecting religion, while people on the other side uh, would see it as, um, you know, not for, like protecting secular beliefs. Uh, so I think historical context is also important or how that's context changed over the years. Um, but um, what what's your like, if you could sum it up very, very quickly, what is your like view on, on just everything we've talked about? Like a few sentences, like how would you put it for yourself? Your opinions, your opinions, include that. Mm. Okay, so to include my opinions, again, whole big X over this section, huge disclaimer, my opinions, if they do not reflect yours, that is entirely fine. Um, this whole thing is educational. Stylus has his beliefs, I have mine, they may be the same, they may not be the same. However, this whole podcast is to be educating people on everything and allowing young voters to see everything before making voting decisions. Uh, the next election is 2022, so uh, soon coming. Um, hopefully I'll still be doing the podcast by then. I won't graduate high school then, so I probably will still be doing it by then. Um, so yes, and this whole podcast is for educational purposes only. So do not include what I think or what I say as your own views. Please choose whatever you want um, because this is all educational. Me personally, um, again, huge X, listen to what I said before. Um, me personally, I think that the separation of church and state is valid in regards to you can have your own views, but make sure they don't um, reflect on my life. So I believe that people can hold their own views to their own decision making, but these decision makers um, should not let that impact the group of the United States where that First Amendment right is protected that these views may not reflect everyone. So while well, some people believe that this protects their right to pick whatever they want and use that decision for whatever they want, I guess I would more so say that everything that people you know, choose should be just depending on policy um, and politics should depend on policy and shouldn't really rely on religion to back it up or justify their decisions and that politics is policy based um, and not religious based since in the United States so we don't have one religion if if we had one religion 
if it was a theocracy or if we just had one religion, if everyone in the United States was Christian, we didn't have the First Amendment, then 100% everything should be religiously based. Um, we shouldn't have um, other options if everything was, if everyone was Christian. However, not everyone is. So I think that, that does need to take into account more than so like a, a kind of humanist so leaning that. um view right or am i wrong um yes i guess so but that's not technically how i would word it i would more so say again people can do what they want just don't let it affect the masses so it doesn't really matter what in that case in the united states's case that is christianity and christianity you can follow whatever you want i really don't mind believe what you want that is totally valid that is your right you can 100 percent believe what you want i personally don't think that their beliefs should impede on decisions so i don't it's think, fine you can just uh, just say that i mean it's, you're already warned about your opinion so. that Yes, um, I, I believe that that these decisions, politics based, like Congress people or whoever, should not allow religion to justify their decisions, whether that is LGBTQ rights or um, for um, what's it called for um, abortion. Um, I don't think that personally they should use Christianity like the as the overarching idea as to why they choose what they think yes like i said i, I think everything should be very and policy valid. based um and not religious based i think that yes i think that some sometimes in the united states people don't have that balance of their beliefs and their personal um religion right. and i think religion is a very personal thing to yourself like religion over like just in general very very basic is how you think the world was created um and i think everyone can have different views on how they think the world was created and i don't think that how they people think the world is created should depend on people's society today and people people can have very differing views on that um so i guess just all in all i don't really think that religion should impede on politics at all and that the separation of church and state is too often so, broken in uh yes yeah, so no i'm almost like i'm interviewing so, you but I'm just, I, I'm just curious i yes. just want to open up the conversation more so do you think that in the same in, in the same so i didn't mean to like, whatever so in the like same way that religious mm -hmm. beliefs shouldn't have a huge impact you think that secular secular beliefs um, or like, uh, that's why I mentioned before, uh, like secular humanist, which might go against some of like religious thing, like abortion, let's say, do you think that those should have um, not as much influence or like, do you think they should have equal amount of influence, both secular and religious? Or do you think secular should have more influence over the government? Uh, I mean, secular is just doing activities or having attitudes towards things that have no religious base so i i mean again okay. i think that everything should i guess be done secularly because it has no religious base to it like i was saying there i feel like politics should be policy that's kind of why it's called politics it derives from the word policy um i don't think 
politics derives from religion, um, nor should religion derive from it. So um, I guess, yeah, I feel like that's a very predictable view for me, uh -huh, no, no, where I, I think um, you're probably not very shocked by my answers, um, depending on where people think I stand politically. Um, so um, yeah, um, that's all I really have. Um, thank you for asking me some questions, definitely um, <laughs> different. Um, it's always me asking. Um, so I appreciate that. Very different. Um, hope people will turn into this episode, tune into this episode since I have had people ask me a bit on my personal opinions and I always turn them down. Um, today I didn't really. Um, so maybe we'll get some more lessons. Who knows? Um, do you have any final words that you'd like to add um, in regards to separation of church and state? Any final opinions? any conclusions that you've made? Yes, this number one, uh, I wish like I had a lot add, more time to talk about this. It it's very interesting. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, man, you said something and I was, I was going to go talk about uh, um, talk right about that, but I forgot what it was right now. And now I'm kind of upset because it was really good. Um, but um, basically uh, <laughs> to, to sum it up, um, either way, whatever the government does, I, I think that the I think it all, all comes down to fundamental truth and is that there's, is there's, is, is society and it has shifted from like a belief in fundamental truth to more a postmodernist ideology. And I think that's a, a big problem for a number of reasons. And I'll definitely talk about more because that's, that's what's really interesting. And that's what I want to get the core and explain Christianity in a sense. Cause a lot of people, maybe including you guys watching, Mm -hmm. um, might think of it as uh, if this our religions are similar in the sense you're a good person you get saved, um, but that's uh, in, in in New Testament Old Testament says your good deeds are like dirty rags and your good deeds do do nothing, um, and you can like test yourself to see if you kept the tank. But that's like that's for more of Christianity in general. Um, but to end this, I, I would uh, I would I would say I would argue both mm -hmm. that both religious and secular because you have to imagine again that um, and this goes to more of a uh, theocracy but if a religion gets in power then it's that religion versus all other religions and secular beliefs we see this in the i'm mispronouncing this so forgive me but in saudi arabia with the shahari shahara something law um korea yes that one great and also you know in, in china we're secular and they're you know against uh mm -hmm. religion and secular beliefs that go against with their policies uh, so I think in all is that government should be wise, but ultimately it depends on fundamental truth. It doesn't depend on, um, you know, what's in power or what's more. It depends on uh, fundamental truth. And I think Christianity is that fundamental truth. When we get to Christianity, I'll explain that. But I, I think that in all, um, I, I definitely could have made some mistakes. So for you guys listening, if I did, if I said something that was factually inaccurate, or you just disagree, uh, call me out on it. Make sure you do that. And um, I'm willing, always willing to change my mind. I love listening. I'm always open. So uh, I just hope you guys listen too and you guys think about this. And um, lastly, like if you guys have any questions, because you didn't really talk about more, much about Christianity, but just more of the kind of governmental rule. And that, if you guys have any questions, or again, you just, you just want to correct me for something I said wrong, mm -hmm. uh, then can I, can I plug in the, I guess I will, because I don't know how else they would. Uh, message me but on in
Um, I could refer them to you if someone asks me. I know that I've made myself very accessible. Um, if anyone needs to contact me, uh, if anyone wants to, wants to contact me to get in contact with Silas, you are more than, more than, more than welcome to do so. I'll be definitely um, happy to refer you to that or I can put your, um, like I could give them your email or however you want them to reach out to you, your number, uh, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, and I also um, in the description. Uh, the I was just going to put down because well. we have the first priority club. For, I mean, whoever hasn't seen my story, you've seen it. The uh, first priority Christian club thing. If you guys want to learn more, or just ask questions, or maybe you disagree, you just want to talk about it. Uh, that's fine too. So I, I might just say right here if that's okay. It's very short. It's just it's just very quick. So if it's uh, it's called it's F P underscore C C H S, mm -hmm. and just you can just message it or that's whatever you want to do. And um, I think that's that's basically it. It was amazing uh, this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I really want to come back. So this was very fun. And I'm gonna get Thank off. So and I'm gonna realize joining. several things I forgot and then regret it later on. That's okay. But yeah. <sighs> so apparently, according to Silas, he just reached out to me that I glitched out at the end. So I cut out the entire intro by accident because someone was FaceTiming me um, and I, I was recording on my phone since I had to contact another person. I had to do it on my phone and it was a whole complicated thing. Um, so now, um, unfortunately, I have to refilm the entire um, ending. So basically, all I said was um, that um, I thank Silas for joining me so much. He also said to have a good day. He messaged me that because he couldn't hear me and he didn't think I could hear him. Um, so uh, he definitely wanted to let me know that. I'll be sure to put his number um, in the um, uh, in the comment section uh, of whatever you're listening to this on. I will put it in the description of Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything like that. Um, if you have any questions at all, just say that you're from my podcast and that you'd love to talk to him about some things. I'm sure he'd answer um, anything. He's very curious um, about learning other people's um, ideas and beliefs on things. So I'm sure he would love to join you um, in a conversation about something. So definitely be sure to use that resource. If you have any questions, I'm sure he'd be willing to answer them as well. Um, as well as that, be sure to follow us on Instagram at what's new with Nikki podcast. Uh, sorry, that's TikTok. Be sure to follow us on TikTok at What's New with Nikki podcast and on Instagram at What's New with Nikki for more updates, um, breaking news, um, posts about our episodes, um, resources, um, petitions perhaps in the future, um, and things like that. Um, I hope you all have a great day um, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, be sure to stay tuned for more. Uh, we have episodes coming each Friday, which is um, super exciting now. Um, I hope you enjoy them all. I definitely, um, I don't know if this cut out in the last part since I don't know how much was able to be heard by me or not, but um, definitely be sure to check out the episode I did with Emma when I was talking about how uh, the Joe Biden socialism whole part. So definitely be sure to listen to that one where I refer you to it. Um, as well as that, if there are any other topics of interest to you that we covered, then definitely be sure to listen to those um, and let me know if there are any topics that revolve what our podcast deals with. So it's like politics and things like that um, to lead for educational purposes to teens. Um, 
I would love to do part twos of other episodes with other guests, so please let me know. Um, you can message me on the Instagram account, which I already said was at What's New with Nikki. Um, for any of those, if you have any questions revolving it, then definitely be sure to reach out to me that way as well. Um, thank you so, so much for listening. Um, be sure to accept, um, expect Silas in the future. Um, our next episode, I believe, will be one of those seeing down the aisle episodes again. Um, Silas may be there for that one. He may not. We may have a new guest for uh, the other side. We may not. So definitely stay tuned um, about our topics as well. Um, and thank you so much for listening.